wow, back-to-back episodes. It, it It's as if almost losing my voice yesterday didn't, didn't tell me that I should just calm down and slow down and not feel like I need to be constantly putting out new content. But I, I, I've never listened to potentially good advice in the past, and I'm not about to start now. Um, so this particular episode is only going to be available on Spotify. I'm not uploading it to YouTube, and that's just because it is a, a, a much shorter episode in runtime compared to what I've done before. So I want to keep this and then all future takes on this concept exclusive to Spotify. Here's some behind the scenes type shit if anyone ever cared to know. I always have bullet points written down whenever I record episodes just so I can keep things on like a steady track. Um, but for this episode, I don't have anything written down. And I want to establish that now so that everyone listening understands that this is a very informal episode and it's really just meant to cap off what I view as like the first season for Ulterior, I guess. Like, April 1st is going to be three months since I started this whole platform, and I don't really know what I expected this to be after three months. Probably non-existent. But I'm still going, for better or worse. Maybe worse. I don't know. Uh, and Anyway, whatever. The whole purpose of this episode is just to recap the first quarter of 2021, so think of it as a bonus episode more than anything else, and not the actual continuation of But Make It A Podcast. I guess the best place to start would be to look at the artists that I gave number one to for the three months that I've done podcast episodes. Obviously, these are spoilers if you've never listened to any of those episodes, but it, it it's cool. You know, listen to whatever you feel like or have the time for. In January, my number one was Maggie Lindemann. February, it was Of Mice and Men. And then March was Chase Atlantic. The Chase Atlantic that made me yell out a bunch of curse words at 2 in the morning when I recorded that episode. I, I really should have had that same energy for Maggie and Of Mice and Men because they really deserved it. Uh, so I, I look at those three artists and I ask myself if that particular picture feels definitive of where my music fandom is at currently in 2021. And yeah, that's... That's pretty spot on, I would say. They're definitely the three acts that have owned these last few months for me. And then if I open that conversation up to some of the other bands that made it high on those lists, like Architects and Normandy, I still think that's a good template for what I enjoyed most in the first quarter of the year. Actually, now that I think about it, that's a, that's a really good top five. I enjoyed all of those projects immensely. If I had to pick a favorite album or EP of the year so far, and, and, and this is the only time I'll dive into that information because I do want to remain somewhat secretive when award season starts, um, it's, it's between Beauty and Death by Chase Atlantic and Paranoia by Maggie Lindemann. Beauty and Death is easily one of the best albums I've ever heard, but, but then like at the same time, Paranoia is one of the best EPs. So in that sense, it's extremely difficult to make a decision right now, and I think maybe my answer would change just about daily. And they have different perks to them when it comes to how I view those artists. 
what I mean by that is that Beauty and Death cemented Chase Atlantic as one of my favorite bands of all time. But Paranoia was such a shock to me because I didn't expect Maggie to put something out that fucking good. I, I guess all things considered, I would say Paranoia right now as my favorite release of the year for that reason alone. Like, I knew Chase Atlantic would put out some fucking heat this year, whereas I didn't know Maggie was going to. And she might not even be done this year because I've seen some shit she's posted before on social media saying that she's in album mode right now. So that's really exciting. Like, I can't even begin to imagine if by the time this year is over, I'm able to say that Maggie had both the best album and EP I listened to in 2021. And it's entirely possible as well, just because of the strength of paranoia and how easily that energy can translate to a full album. And uh, I, I might as well talk about Of Mice and Men, since I gave so much time to Maggie Lineman and Chase Atlantic. Of Mice and Men stepped the fuck up recently. Their move to sharp tone has paid off for them in such a powerful way, and I'm so happy to see that, that this band is on top yet again. And just like Maggie, they have more material this year coming out. Two more EPs, so that makes six more songs, and I cannot fucking wait to hear them because after this recent Timeless EP, uh, there's no way that I can doubt Of Mice and Men anymore. What about some stuff that I didn't enjoy? I think it's fine to give myself space right now to talk some shit. Um, God, I'm trying to think now, like, what so far did I not like at all? Okay, you know what? The weird ambient album thing that Loathe put out, it's called The Things They Believe, and it's, it's just a bunch of sounds that really do nothing for me. But it's not indicative of what that band is capable of because they had an album last year, and, and while I do think it's a bit overrated, it was still pretty good and I did like it. But this new thing is not for me, and I was so bored with it. I'm really trying to think of other albums and EPs that I didn't fuck with. I thought Aurora by Anne is Okay was pretty mid. And that was especially disappointing because I like a lot of Anne is Okay's past material. Haley Williams' solo album was also not too exciting, but she's a fucking queen, so it's alright. Oh shit! Um, um, the, the Pretty Reckless. God, that shit was not good. And again, just like Anne is Okay, I hate saying that because I have enjoyed a lot of the Pretty Reckless's stuff prior, but Death by Rock and Roll just wasn't it, man. It it kind of sucked. Try to think of at least one more thing that I wasn't really a fan of. Okay, this album was fine, but Blackout Problems had a new release called Dark, and it was an hour and 14 minutes. Let's not do that again, alright? Let's not make these fucking records unnecessarily long. And, and this is fresh on my mind, so I'll just say it. Story Untold is a good band that is doing some really, really weird shit right now, and I do not know how to feel about it. They've done good work in the past, and I'm not saying that this new EP of theirs is bad, it's just strange. So, that's as much as I'll say about the first quarter. What's happening in the second quarter now? 
what can be expected between April 1st and June 30th. I know that when I think of April, the first band that comes to mind is Holding Absence. They have a new album out on the 16th, and it's very hard to bet against them when you consider the strength of their singles so far. <laughs> I think that same day has escaped the fate, and... Yeah, um... I don't know, dude. Escape the Fate is a weird subject for me because I loved their first two albums, and then I I've been so fucking uninterested in anything they've done since. I'm gonna listen to the new album just because I want to review everything, but I don't know what the chances are that I'll enjoy it. Probably zero. Uh, maybe 10%. I don't know. I'm just being a dick now. I feel like there's something else that day, but I can't remember. Oh, um, Hell of the Sun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That could be really cool. I'm not super high on that band, but I do like them enough to be optimistic about this new album of theirs. Outlining Color has an EP in April. That should be fine. Um, May has a Waterparks album, and then a split EP from Sea Space Cowboy and If I Die First. Waterparks is going to be fun. I, I know that much. They just dropped a new single called Numb, and I think it's really good, but I'll talk about that on a later episode of this podcast. And the same thing goes for Sea Space Cowboy and If I Die First. Um, what else is there? What else is there? What the fuck else is... <laughs> um, I think Atreyu has an album in June, and just based off of the singles... I think that's going to be some garbage. I don't want to fully count out Atreyu, because their last album still managed to have like two or three good songs, but whatever they're doing right now is like really testing the patience that I have for them. Darko is putting up pre-orders for their album on April 9th, so that'll come with a release date that I can't imagine falling out of the second quarter. Or maybe it will, because the main just announced an album for July like a bunch of fucking weirdos. And, and then there are for sure going to be releases and news from artists that we don't have anything announced for as of now. Miss Mayai just apparently finished their album, so the, there's probably going to be news about that at some point. Uh, Don Broco and We Came As Romans were also confirmed to be recording. Slaves posted a picture recently about working on a new album. Or not a new album, but just new material under their new name. Whatever that turns out to be. Spirit Box are for sure going to have something at some point this year. What fucks me up about Spirit Box was that... And... Fuck, I'm blanking now. I can't remember if it was from the band account or just Courtney's. But someone in that band said that Constance might be the only single on the debut album. So... Rule of Nines, Blessed Be, and Holy Roller will not be on there. And I just look at that and I'm like, man, th this better be the greatest fucking record of all time if they can just see those three songs and be like, nah, that's okay, you can keep it. Um, Thousand Below, Crown the Empire, just throwing out some names that have been working on new stuff. Poppy is doing something. She spoke about a new album pretty recently. 
You know what Poppy should be doing? Putting Eat on Spotify. She debuted Eat at some event for the Grammys a few weeks ago. And that song is insane, dude. I need that shit on Spotify soon. And then obviously the biggest deal for myself personally is Bring Me the Horizon because they said many times before that Post Human is going to be a four-part EP project. And we got Survival Horror last year. Do we get the second part sometime in 2021? Or are they waiting until they've toured Survival Horror later on in the fall before we hear anything about part two? Who the fuck knows, man. I'm not expecting anything from them in the second quarter. Maybe the third, if anything. But it's all just speculation until Ollie and or Jordan actually give an update about what's happening with that. So, yeah, that's about it. Three months are down, and I, I don't know how much else there is to go. This whole endeavor has actually been fun for me, in all honesty. And I want to make this even bigger in the second quarter of 2021. There's a lot for the next three months to live up to, just in comparison to what was released in January, February, and March. So let's just hope for the best moving forward. Thanks everyone for your time, take care of yourselves, and as always, for better or worse, let's make a scene.